back to the... Wow, I almost said the wrong show. Oh, welcome back to Writing Fright. I am your host and fellow author, Tanner Rutledge. Good God, what a day. Um, I've been in here on the mic all day doing uh, doing recording, well, in between personal training sessions, doing recordings and catching things up. Um, I do another show that's called Hurdle Fitness. If you guys are looking to lose weight or you're into fitness and looking for some different ideas about working out, definitely hit that. Um, but oh my God, I almost said that at the front of the show. Anyway. Uh, today's episode, I'm just going to do a recap and talk about where I've been because I've been off the mic for a little while and for this show. And um, yeah, just uh, just get caught back up. Or I'm also going to talk about shopping for an editor. Um, so as I go through writing my first book and the different uh, stages of production of it, I want to make sure that I do an episode so that I can help you guys avoid some of the mistakes I made and some of the pitfalls that I had as uh, as I was going through the process. So I um, was really hoping to get the haint out in March, which would be this month. Um, fell short on it. I just got too busy, and that's a, a reason why I haven't been on the microphone uh, for uh, for this for this podcast. I I've just been busy. So the uh, lockdown is officially over. And, uh, yeah, it is, uh, currently March of 2022 and businesses are back up and running full capacity here. No masks, no anything, which for me and my, my profession, my big overarching, arcing career, um, is a personal trainer and fitness instructor. So, excuse me. And, uh, uh, well, uh, not wellness, uh, nutrition coach, my job went away for two years. Um, and I was dancing around and getting back into PI work and selling insurance and doing all sorts of other things to, um, to get income and to, uh, and to try to stay level and just, oh my God, it has been such a fight for the past few years. But in the past couple months, I've, I've booked myself up. I probably got a little overzealous and took on more clients than I should have, uh, with my goal of finishing this book. And I've just been working those sessions and making those programs, helping change people's lives through fitness and weight loss and sustainable habit change. So that building that program, building that, uh, rebuilding that business and getting things rolling post pandemic and getting back to my, getting back to my life. That's what I've been doing for the past couple months. So writing slowed down. I wanted to have the book out, um, this month, there's some things in it that I don't like, so I'm changing that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's just been a ramp up, ramp up, work real hard, and then settle back into into life. So I'm looking at probably about another two months to get the book out. Fingers crossed. Uh, in in two months, I'll be making a uh, an announcement about uh, about a release date. And yeah, that's where I've been. I'm just uh, I'm back to personal training full time, full client list, and just really, really, really enjoying being back doing the job that I love love doing and uh clearing out some time in my schedule to finally sit down and be able to write again oh my god i know um life goes up and down and as a writer man there are some spins uh especially if you have some sort of profession outside of writing that you have to keep going and that pays your bills it uh it gets wild sometimes and it sucks but every once in a while the writing has to take a back seat until, you know, you get up to where you can actually pay your bills with it and make a good living and, and replace the income from that day job. But anyway, this, uh, this episode, 
Uh, every time that I go through a different phase while I'm doing this first book, I want to do an episode where I talk about pitfalls, I talk about mistakes, um, or I talk about a lesson that I learned while uh, while doing this. And uh, this one, I want to talk about uh, finding an editor. It's a question that I see a lot in the writers' groups. Um, it's a question that I had and just was absolutely lost uh, finding finding a good editor and putting things together. I had an idea of pricing. I had an idea of packaging. Didn't really know how it worked. So um, this episode, I'll be talking about shopping for and and finding a, an editor. When it comes back and the books, you know, through the whole process and getting ready to come back I'll, or come out, I'll uh, I'll sit down and probably do an episode on what it was like working with an editor and what to what to expect there. I might even have uh, I might even have them coming off the uh, have them come on the show if they're willing to. But uh, you know that's another thing. I've been really really fortunate and really lucky. And if any if any of them are listening, I just want to say thank you so much to the authors that have come on this show. Basically, what I did a while back was I took my favorite books. They, they were all my indie authors, not my favorite indie books. I took my favorite books, looked at uh, who wrote them, and I started reaching out to, uh, to writers. And I was absolutely overwhelmed with, with who said yes and uh, how many of them come on the show and how they've, uh, the, what they opened up about and the, the information and the lessons that I've learned and the, uh, the ongoing support from from these other writers and from these you know established published proper authors yeah so i just thank you all so much for coming on the show it was uh very humbling and just a an amazing experience to talk to uh to talk to people and, and individuals that have built worlds that i just absolutely love spending time in thank you guys if you're listening for for coming on the show so back to uh back to finding an editor <laughs> So it, it pops up a lot in different chat rooms, chat rooms, I'm showing my age, uh, Facebook groups, and it's a question that I had. So my experience with finding an editor and how I went about it. One thing that I was very fortunate uh, to have was I um, I went through a Udemy course that was taught by an H, uh, HWA member and uh, a chapter, I think she was a chapter head. Um, but, uh, she talked about the HWA. So the very first thing that I did when I decided, Hey, I want to make a real professional run at writing horror was to join, uh, the horror writers association as a, as a supporting member, um, which gave me access to some pretty cool stuff, like a list of editors who have been vetted, uh, and, uh, are approved by the HWA. There's also these membership perks where you get discount on Reedsy and you get discounts on, um, uh, wow, what was it? Uh, you get discounts on, uh, on editing services and, and just services that surround publishing your book. Uh, just an amazing organization. If you're not a member, that right there is a, a huge reason to just go ahead and join because it's just a, it's, it's a fantastic organization. Um, and the support there, the, uh, um, I guess those are forums and chat rooms, uh, that they have on the website where authors can get together and talk and brainstorm and share ideas or meet up or form critique groups. It's just, it's a great place to, to learn and have those, those opportunities. 
and to ask questions about, hey, how do I know if, uh, if, if an editor is legitimate? So the very first thing that I did was I went to that list of, of editors at the Horror Writers Association, and I wrote down some names that stood out, and then I went to the area where discounts are offered, and I wrote down you know the discount codes and uh, who and what organizations, what companies, or what freelance, um, I guess, aggregating companies or platforms were out there. Like, uh, it's not Fiverr, but um, Reedsy and and some of the others. And I started going to the websites. Um, some things that I knew from being um, being a, a business owner in the past and a current business owner um, working with marketing companies was I wanted to see who they worked with. Um, I wanted to see what they had done since they are editors, uh, especially people who I'm wanting to, to do copy and line editing and proofreading. I went through the website and I looked for any typos, any mistakes, anything that stood out as unprofessional. Um, the ones who had like a ton of grammatical errors and stuff in their websites, I cut those out. Um, and those, those particular ones did not come from the HWA. Uh, then I went through and talked, you know, not, sorry, that's skipping a step. So then I went through and I found who they worked with and I found the books, uh, books that they had worked with, uh, worked on as an editor that they had listed on their website and authors they'd worked with that were listed on their website. And I went through and I bought some of those books and I downloaded free samples, uh, Kindle editions of some of those books and I read them. I wanted to make sure that I didn't just read one book that was edited by each of the the editors that I... Hmm. Gotta be a di- better way to say that. But anyway, um, that's what an editor's for. I wanted to see the quality of their work. And uh, I knew that just from reading one book, an editor can make all the suggestions in the world. It is up to the author to revise the book. So the book itself is not always, a single book is not always a good representation of how good that editor is. Um, so I went, uh, and that's just something I hadn't heard that said, uh, just working as a professional, you know, as a, uh, as a private investigator and security consultant, I could consult all day long, but if people didn't take my advice, you know, the product's not going to be that great. As a personal trainer, I I know I can help people lose weight and lose it fast and keep it off. But if people do not take the suggestions I make seriously and don't take my advice, well, the results aren't going to be that good. And that's the same way for editors. So I wanted to, to read a, a wide range of works uh, that they had been a part of. And that weeded out some folks. Uh, so make sure you read those. And I, I just went through, and if it was... I didn't particularly look at story. What I looked at was poor character. I looked for poor character developments, weird freaking plot holes, weird endings, which usually were horrible because of a massive plot hole, and just weird sentences and weak writing. And, and everybody's going to have one or two authors that they work with that have some pretty, pretty big technical issues with the story. Um, but if there were multiple technical or um, stylistic issues that popped up across multiple books. Um, it gave me an idea that um, maybe maybe it was the editor. Um, so I weeded out those names 
And that's when I started emailing and calling and talking to people. And I looked at the emails that came back and the text conversations and the conversations that I had with people. And I, I, I made my decision off of that. If I, if I liked the products that they had worked on, if I enjoyed the books that they were, uh, or I, I thought the books were a very high quality, high caliber, and we seem like we're going to work really well together because I'm looking for someone to work with long term. That's where I made my decision. I will uh, hopefully have him on the show. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to get my editor on the show to uh, to talk about what it's like working with an editor. So anyway, that's my advice on shopping for one. Uh, go to a trusted source. Get uh, get that information. Go uh, check them out in detail because the, your book, especially your debut book, is incredibly important. And a bad editor can make or break it. Anyone who is actually putting their hands on my story, putting their hands on my work, which is going to be going out with my name on the cover, obviously they're going to have a credit in the book, but my name is on the cover. I want to make sure they're good. So I'm going to check out the products. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to look at all of the marketing and all of the collateral they send me um, to see what the caliber of the, the copy is, especially since I'm looking um, for not just developmental edits. I'm also looking for line and copy edits. Um, I'm going to make sure that they're they're good to go. So anyway, that uh, that's how I shop for <laughs> for an editor. So I'll see you guys next time on the Writing Fright podcast. We're uh, going to be bringing in and doing some more interviews with uh, with some indie authors, talking about their books, talking about the process. And as I hit different milestones with the haint, I'll be doing little episodes like this to talk about lessons that I've learned. So anyway, guys, good night. Keep writing. If you haven't already, connect with us on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Oh, well, okay, all of them. Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Discord. I think those are the big ones. At uh, Writing Fright. Just at Writing Fright. Do that. You'll find us. Connect with us. Uh, on Twitch, I am going to start doing some write with me. Uh, so when I'm doing my writing time and I will be at my little desk in my little dungeon basement working for uh, probably about two hours this Saturday, uh, and I'm looking to put that up on Twitch. So if you haven't already, go there at Writing Fright and uh, sit down and have some writing time with me uh, from about, about 9.15 a.m. Eastern time this Saturday and I'm going to sit down until um, well until I hear footsteps upstairs so probably about two hours <laughs> so you guys have a good night and uh, hopefully um, I'll get to uh, interact with you a little bit on Twitch <laughs>